0: Welcome to the sa for fas Asset Allocator podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest of financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and our topic this afternoon is the challenge of allocating within fixed income in a world of low yields. Fixed income investing 101 holds that fund flows into bonds reflect a lack of confidence in equities. I can't psychoanalyze the market, but I can report what you already know, that most of the commentary is focused on fears of the renewed escalation in the U.S.-China trade war. That and other geopolitical concerns are apparently damping enthusiasm for risk investments. Fixed Income Investing 102 relates price to yield, which is to say that increased demand for bonds reduces their yield. And so now the market commentariat is trying to help investors sort out this dilemma. Do they maximize yield or pursue a strategy that diversifies a fixed-income portfolio in terms of bond maturity, credit quality, inflation protection? Should the emphasis be on government or corporate bonds? While opinions on these questions vary, with some calling for fixed-rate bonds and others floating rates, some suggesting high credit quality versus those seeing opportunity in high yield, my two cents are that we needn't overthink this question for a simple reason investing requires taking risk while capital preservation means avoiding it. Can we keep these categories straight? That is to say, if you're 80% invested in stocks, then the difference in yield between intermediate treasuries and muni bonds, particularly in this low rate environment, will have a minimal impact on your total portfolio. If that is the case, why not allocate your safe money to something well safe so you can sleep well at night? Just a few ticker clicks on Seeking Alpha reveal that the two main proxies for high-yield bonds, HYG and JMK, have slightly negative returns over the past year. And thus, investors trying to boost their returns by taking more risk ended up lowering their returns. Is that really the purpose bonds are meant to play in your portfolio? Meanwhile, the shy ETF, which proxies short-term treasuries, returned over 1% in the past year. So at least investors didn't lose, nor did they fear they might lose with these safest-of-all-debt securities. Finally, if it is the geopolitical fears that are triggering the flight to safety, out of fear that some big unpleasant event might crash the economy, then let's think about that for a moment. Are corporate bonds really going to be flourishing in a full-blown crisis? Maybe, but it's likelier that if investors fear stocks at such a time, they'll be even more fearful of the debt issued by the same corporations. It's not for nothing that treasuries rally in crises. Consequently, if you're going to be allocating a portion of your wealth out of safety concerns, find something that is not at risk of big losses. That would include short-term treasuries or I-bonds. And by the way, even those who are not 80% invested in equities, Folks who have classic 60-40 portfolios, for example, deserve some assurance that their safe money really is safe. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please leave a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others can discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.